Hi, I'm Kayla. Hi, I'm Karif. And we, we are, are the, the Creative, creative Rant. I'm a creative. No, you aren't. Yes, I am. Well, let's rant about it. Hi, guys. Hi. We're back. Season two. And we're so excited. Season two, episode one. Is here. Zoom, zoom, zoom. And we're going to be speaking about some very interesting topics. As we know, we just had general election. Yay. And we, were, we had Ministry of Marketing, JA. And it was such a good chat. So we're not going to bore on wood with a long intro. Really? But I want to bore them. I want to bore them just a little. So they understand what has been happening since the last episode of The Creative Rant. The Creative Rant. Okay, that's true. It's I.e. A... nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, Kayla. So. Updates. <laughs> we have both left our very toxic work environment. Hey. We are not dancing to two very different songs. I don't know what it is, but we're dancing to two very different songs. And we are in better places. We have the K Squared Media Solutions where we do our marketing consultancy. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we don't even know what we do. And our um so digital marketing, traditional marketing, anything three sixty. You know the girls and to come to. Yeah, that's us. You guys are definitely gonna be seeing more about that. We're gonna be linking our page profile down below or we'll pop it up we're new so insert here <laughs> wait wait where are we gonna insert here here, here. it's gonna be somewhere, somewhere on the page somewhere yes this is our second youtube video and we are excited this Not is our something second. this is our first no let I me tell you why she's saying it's our second because we'll film my next video and forgot to do the intro so if we look drunk that's why <laughs> <laughs> No, but guys, on a serious note, we're so excited. We'll have so much good content coming for our creatives. We are like, we're, so excited. we're like, so excited. I don't want to talk the things them and get the little things them off of your chest, like how we did with the podcast. And you guys supported us with the podcast. I do go on good with the podcast. You guys like. did. And now you have faces to yeah. the names. Yes. Yeah. So I'm Carice. I'm Kayla. And this is the Creative Rant. We're getting Woo! into it. Hello. Hi. So, um, hi. I'm Kayla. I'm Carice, and we are the Creative Rats. <laughs> hi, guys. How are you doing? Thanks for coming, guys. We appreciate it. Hi, Andre. Andre is just with his mask. Yeah. Yeah, guys, remember, I hope you guys keep it safe. We're also recording yes. on YouTube, so our phone is over here. Wear your mask. Of course. So, um, I mean, we're here. We're talking. This is just a general conversation. We don't have to necessarily stick to any... Um, yeah, it's not a suit and tie thing. Yeah, we're just letting it flow. So just introduce yourselves. Giovanni? So I am Giovanni Samuels. I'm a freelancer in PR and social media management and a proud member of Ministry of Marketing Jamaica on Ooh, Twitter. Which we are not members of. Yeah, we'll talk about that later though. <laughs> of course. <laughs> okay, You're muted. short and spicy, right? <laughs> you know, I didn't realize I was muted this entire time. 
Anyway, so I am Andre Millwood. I am a serial entrepreneur Ooh. and a designer at Core. I am the director of a creative and marketing agency called Edge Illusions and apparently the chief design officer of the Ministry. I love of how marketing. you say that apparently. Apparently, like, like, <laughs> we're not sure about that. We're working with it. <laughs> I mean, so, yes. so like, tell us about the Ministry of Marketing because honestly, I was on Twitter and I saw this conversation start, and all of a sudden, actually, so I, saw, I saw it start from literally the first tweet, and I said, "Oh, this is kind of cool," and then all the of next sudden, day, I was like, "Boom!" It's everything starts. Yes, they they had a they had a um a Twitter page, an Instagram page, logo, yeah, everything. everything, and all of the members of Marketing JA mm. Ministry of Marketing have cartoon versions of their avatars and I'm jealous. Oh, so what we're saying is we already have our cartoon avatars for when we join <laughs> Ministry of Marketing because Creative Brands <laughs> also has their cartoon avatars. So nice. we're ready. So yeah, we're, we're ready. ready. Of course. <laughs> By all means. So walk us through like the idea of Ministry of Marketing. Giovanni, are you want me to take it? Uh, you can start off because you were there before I came in. Okay. So <laughs> um, well, the story is really um, simple and very humble. It was on a given Sunday, Joel, um, that's Joel Namdarkam, Namdarkam had, mm-hmm. yes, the Minister uh, of Marketing, of marketing. <laughs> bring him up, um, he made a tweet and he had, he was perusing on ads of the world and he saw a campaign that McCann Health did, I think it was, I'm trying to give the credits properly. Mm-hmm. Um, right. made it, he made a tweet with the idea that we could you know convert the the campaign or being inspired by the campaign and the direction um apply something that would be able to allow us to communicate that you know persons when voting when going about the whole election process they should wear their mask definitively and definitely you know try to social distance and go home mm-hmm. um uh, on the given Sunday, no, I want to say this, I work every day. I don't really get weekends, right? Yeah, we know. The joys Se- of being a agency. <laughs> right. But I saw the tweet, and one, I really do love design. It's not mm. just something I do to make money. Um, so I said, hey, this seemed like a little cool little challenge. So I jumped, hit up Joel, and said, yo, I'm down. He hit me up with a brief. And, you know, we tweet the brief because, of course, I have some insight into marketing, it's just not, not just being a designer, but the yeah. processes of it as well. Mm-hmm. Tweet the brief, made the creative, um, we worked on the copy together, and then we rolled it out um, on the Monday, I believe, the next day. I really don't um, like it just started as so, an idea and just came so to the, fruition. So the group now that was made, because we have a private um, mm-hmm. Twitter group. Was so Twitter told Joel. us. Yes, we 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 Twitter told us. Yes, we know. <laughs> <laughs> right. So we we Joel had made the group to bring in some of our usual contemporaries that we discuss things with. Because I mean, on a given, we usually do like the brand um, critiques and the such. And of course, just regular marketing happenings and social happenings. We talk mm. about each other publicly. But then he made the group to say, "Okay, guys, this is the idea that we came up with," and then everybody gave a little tweaks. And then we'll roll it out on the Monday. I, I just want to insert that originally we went by marketing Twitter JA. 
Mm-hmm. And then and Twitter J still exists. Exactly. Hashtag marketing Twitter J A. And it was Joel who tweeted a WhatsApp message of someone seen the graphic that we did for the COVID nineteen hashtag vote and go home saying which ministry is this and he was like <laughs> ministry of marketing, of marketing. <laughs> so hit. that's how the name came ah. out so it was so how receptive had have people been to the to the campaign, campaign? i very. i it's, it has been very unprecedented well like i feel like that was just a question that we need to answer to but i want other people to know because when I saw the ad creatives, I saw them online first, and then and then, was, and then I saw them in the paper. And I, I said, "Whoa!" Like, I was like, "And these are prime spots. Like, like we, we all know how many yes. how much ads cost, right?" Just bring yes. them. I think I saw a half page or a full page. I think like it was a qu- it was a half page horizontal. There, there are some half pages. Yeah, and I said, yes. "Oh, we love this." So it it really was a great initiative led by Joa Namdarkam. I'm going to say his name, like, insert. That's fine. Just plug him anywhere. We're going to draw a little statement and be like, Joel here. He's sitting away (laughs) shoulder or something. (laughs) Yes. And for us as young marketers coming together and just doing this just because of a social responsibility that we all felt that people needed to know this, people need to communicate this, and it was really well-received. I mean, at one point, for us to launch the campaign, the Monday around 11, and by like 9 o'clock those time around in the night, we were trending on Twitter. It was really something. And then a lot of person were reaching out saying, hey, we love this design. Can we share it? And we got various um, retweets and and big ups from various officials. Yeah, members of um, the I saw them retweeting. And Marie was a so guys, um, honestly, this was a great I, initiative. I want to I want to share some metrics because I have the metrics in front of me right now. Yes, please. Um, I, I am a girl like of numbers. <laughs> right, as as we're all marketing people. So right. um now remember there is no paid uh strategy this is that purely was organic. Yes. All and for people nice. that organic. don't know organic means totally free. We just push right. it out this there. Is a, the, Right. If you have the information um, I want to share it on the screen, you can. I just gave you guys. Alright, I'm, I'm gonna confess here. I don't use Zoom enough to know how to share my screen. <laughs> um, That's okay. Well, right, let let you can just talk. I'm sure it's not hard. <laughs> or right, yeah. you can but just talk us through it and just send us a graphic when you're finished, and we can just graphic, Insert here. pop it up. Mm-hmm. Figure it out. Ah, there you go. <laughs> While he does that, one of the things I love about the campaign is that it kind of proved to people how important the digital space is. Yes. And it gave us like almost like breaking ground, like now is the time for digital and here are the young marketers that are adapt and equipped to push out something that is so mm-hmm. important and in so a time when social pressure. responsibility is important. Mm-hmm. Wow. Those numbers are really good. Wow. That, yeah. Oh, we're going to... Yeah, right, so as you can see, the right. So as 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 you can see, um, uh, I was even trying to, at some point, put some paid behind it, but then mm-hmm. oh, the credit card that I use needs to be paid off. So you know, well, before, right, that it I like it never needed to begin with. <laughs> but the impressions are forty-four thousand 
670. 670. That's the times it was seen on Twitter. And we had mm -hmm. a total engagement of 7,329. Now, what is yeah. important about these metrics, so we can even expound even more, this right. is only the metrics for the tweet, the initial tweet that mm -hmm. I made. Right, that's amazing. So we don't so this is know. the first this is the first introduction of the campaign right. on the platform. So, so remember no persons would have created their own tweets, they would have saved the picture, they would have mm -hmm. went onto Instagram, they would have shared mm -hmm. it there, they would have gone to their WhatsApp groups, you know, your auntie, your mommy, your granny. Um they were right, sharing it right. in the WhatsApp group. So we can't even really measure. This is just right. giving a little taste. As to what what the, the, like. And then when you think about right. the fact that the, the pictures, the graphics themselves are very party centric. So yeah. somebody from the PNP People's National Party would have taken the one with the fist um, and the gentleman and shared it over. Right. The so show. it kind of spoke right? to yeah, it spoke to everybody. Yeah, and I, I like that. That, that. that was intentional because right. we were accounting for um, the, well, not to speak of it in a negative way or the tribalistic nature that we have in right. yeah. locally. Mm -hmm. We knew that um, if we tried to put everything on one, persons would, would reject mm -hmm. sharing it. Right. There was mm -hmm. an example of, and I must give props to Minister Christopher Tufton, because he shared all of the artwork. All of them, right. The one with the fist. And mm -hmm. somebody made a comment as if, why would you do that? As in just to show that persons really cannot get the, the idea of rising above towards national building and it, it says a lot because we have to recognize that the COVID 19 is above just yeah it's a bigger thing than just politics it is really us as individuals taking responsibility and just for a group of young persons to recognize that there is this need and mm -hmm. for us to put it together and put it out there for so many people to view it take mm -hmm. heed and get this message it shows that it's not just a you it's not just you, about politics yeah it's a bigger, it's a bigger about, problem and it's about us as jamaicans coming together and trying to i want to say navigate this new norm that is coming right so i noticed the post that you guys did yesterday as well the updated ones the i vote um i voted yes. which was less yes. tribalistic right uh, but still conveyed the points or the message mm -hmm. of the COVID and elections. And I thought that was really good. Yeah, so yeah. what's the future of Minister of Marketing, JA, looking like? All right. Um, that is a very loaded question because to tell the truth, mm -hmm. as you can see, we're only into the second week of even... I know, but um, come on, we've got to think long term. No, we, we have plans. I'm going to communicate some, some of them loosely. Um, we are definitely aiming to set up the brand and the group as mm -hmm. a social entrepreneurship first and foremost mm -hmm. we we are currently exploring the SDGs that define a social entrepreneurship in order to align the brand and the group yeah. properly along those mm -hmm. elements but mm -hmm. we can tell you loosely what we have thinking we have seen where through thinking in regards to communication how we can help the nation in certain topics, in certain ideologies, the communication to galvanize. I like that word. I love that word. To galvanize yes. people towards actions. And mm -hmm. we have certain topics um, 
of course, we're starting from home. We're very concerned about our industry that we are working with is the marketing and creative industry. Yeah. Um, those of you who have, would have known that I was on CVM at sunrise on Wednesday morning, and I spoke mm -hmm. to this very thing, the lack of a plan that we have heard from any of the, the two parties that were mm -hmm. um, campaigning, I don't think anybody has a real plan. They may understand the potential. Hello? Sorry about that. I'm listening. I'm listening. Oh, yes. No problem. Right. They may, they may have a, the idea of the potential, but as a plan, I'm not hearing a definitive plan except um, getting everybody access to Wi-Fi, which is important. Very important. But I'm expecting, maybe they're not communicating everything all at once, and I'm hoping that is the case. Mm -hmm. But I definitely would like to hear something. Or, as I said also in the interview, it would be good for persons like myself, persons from the, the Ministry of Marketing, like yourselves, to be invited to a quorum or a forum where we can put input that can define said plan. Mm -hmm. Or at mm -hmm. least let us know who it is that is sitting down from the perspective representing us at that table and mm -hmm. guiding said plan towards the future where we all benefit. Right. So yeah, so on Andre's point, yes, we created a brand and believe me, it really did throw us off the boat when we saw the amount of attractions and how fast we got everything together. And now we're looking for building out this brand. And one of the things we also wanted to do was represent an authentic Jamaica. Because a lot of times we find that there is this need for Jamaica to be represented in an authentic way. And it's always good. And as creatives, we have to represent ourselves and the group that we belong to, not just as creative, but digital specialists in our own right. So, in we, I, I mean, Andre can tell we've had various discussions. We sat, we, we, we messaged like left, right, and center talking about how we wanted to bring the topic of digitization to our politicians, to our Jamaicans, and also inject this as a method of reforming our economy as mm -hmm. it's been impacted by the COVID-19. So there is a lot of discussions, as Andre is saying, for, that we are having, and we're just hoping that we can put everything nicely in a package that we usually do and give it to the people for them to help us keep a track of this, promote this idea, and also push our policymakers to make the right decision mm -hmm. that will benefit us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I and, love that. And focusing on that just a little bit more, you mentioned elections, which is, you know, guiding our questions in the right direction. Right, exactly. What do you think, um, so elections were held this week, the Jamaica Labour Party was successful. There were some comments that, you know, they were just a PR and a marketing um, party and that's why they won and, you know, people were influenced by the, minister, the Prime Minister wearing clocks and all those stuff. What do you think was wrong versus what was right with how the parties presented themselves from in a the digital space? Yeah, and I'm excited to hear this question because I mean, Kayla and I both double, but Kayla is more a traditional baby and I'm a digital baby, <laughs> so it was very fun to see both parties. So I would love to hear like somebody oh. else's opinion. Like, how do you how do you think like their digital plan of action was? Was it or, most effective? Right. Do you think it was effective? What did you like? What did you not like? 
Because so, personally for me, I think the JLP had a little bit more personality, which is what I think the younger crowd like. They're more engaging. Yeah, so they kind of met them where they were, especially on Twitter, which I, I, I quite like. Mm -hmm. But what, what say you? So for me, from a PR and a digital standpoint, I, I, I really kept abreast. I must say this was one of the most interesting elections that have come right, across. Yeah. Um, not because just that we have two parties that are vying for the, the chance to run our country, but also because we're in a COVID time, so it affects the way yeah, that we different. do our traditional campaigns. Right, so in, exactly. in the digital sphere, I can mm -hmm. tell you there are a couple of um, um, representatives that really came out on the digital platform, interacted mm -hmm. with the various people, and that really does help. One mm -hmm. of the things that I find that some persons created, um, they created the profile, but it's just for information dissemination purpose, right. which doesn't really help. Interaction, exactly. Mm -hmm. It's all about those in, the, the, the engagements and the impressions that are created that really feeds the views and push your information and push that graphic. I think right. one of the breakdowns for me in the campaign period was the manifestos. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, they were done nicely and they look good, but they're a heavy material. Right. And mm -hmm. I think they, 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 they lost an opportunity to benefit on creating some nice, graphic with their in 10 points that they could have pushed to Jamaican right. people. So people. Pretty much breaking it down so that yes. the layman could understand. Because I agree, I read through both manifestos mm -hmm. and it was a mouthful. I kind of felt like I could have put, picked out the the main points and create elements so people could, you know, even if they don't read the whole thing, they get the idea of what it's about. So I agree there. And you know, on, on that point, I actually have to give it to the People's National Party quite a bit because they, I did see more content from their manifesto online yeah, than I did from the political party. I want to jump in here where I want to give much praises to the People's National Party for how they rolled out their manifesto. Mm -hmm. The fact that it wasn't a document, but an entire website that was tailored to the different demographics that would be consuming said manifesto because it does make it easier to digest when to tell the truth humans are humans and they don't really care much about what other people are going through necessarily they're mm -hmm. voting on how it affects them so right. when i as a creative go into the manifesto and i state i'm a creative and you're presenting me with your manifesto offerings in relation to me versus somebody who's a banker and right. they go on and they have different it concerns. was very personal mm -hmm. right so i commend them for that i think they missed out on utilizing the lead generation, the data that they con collected, because they could have then found out again, mm -hmm. well, they already categorized the persons differently. Right. So if they had an email follow, yeah, to then reach out, reach out and get feedback. One, mm -hmm. I already mm -hmm. gave you my data willingly. Right. That, to, to that would have been a good follow up because they pretty much got the free leads. Essentially. Essentially. Mm -hmm. But I do also, commend them for rolling it out that way. Also, they, they had that opportunity from a PR standpoint to tell the people in that debate what they wanted to know because based on the lead generation and the most viewed section of that website, 
they could have said, all right, this is what the people want to know. This is what they really needed to know. And then mm -hmm. use that going into the debates into and the debate. push that information. So that way more people would know, because guess what? If you look at the, the, the comparison of how many persons read compared to those people who didn't, it's a higher person who didn't read it. Right. So mm -hmm. it really is, there, there are several tools out there that various parties could have used. Um, I mean, JLP did really come out in the traditional, on the, the traditional platforms mm -hmm. from the placements of ads. But also, I want to big up JLP for their ad on the Observer page. Was it, I think it was the Observer page where they did both banners on both sides. And no matter where you go, it was always right mm -hmm. there. And I was like, yeah. this is impressive. Mm -hmm. So I think both parties did really try their best to maneuver. Mm -hmm. Yes, there were some hit and miss but they really tried their best to maneuver the space that they have been given considering right, that okay. traditionally they would be doing motorcades and right the the, the walks from house to house mm -hmm. talking to the people so it really do you, is do you think the timeline is what um prevented them from giving us their best on the digital platforms or i mean mm. come on as mark does we know that no sometimes we're no. given these no. impossible no. timelines. Okay, so they're absolutely. I really wasn't my head I was just like, you know, we give the, we're giving these impossible timelines, but for some people who may not be accustomed to the digital space, which is, let's be honest, we have an older generation in um in public office, and although they have young teams around them, we all know that sometimes, sometimes it's hard to are just like. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. I, I, I like think to, I should stick to traditional. Mm -hmm. Go I, ahead. Would, I would like to interject here, because I am privy on mm -hmm. both sides to mm. the happenings and how decisions are made. Mm. Don't take it lightly. Peter Phillips still has a young brain. Mm -hmm. He is aware of the potential of even what we are using. The problem is, even sometimes we, look, we like to speak about use. And mm -hmm. think that, oh, because somebody else is 21, they actually know everything that they're supposed to know. But there's a mm -hmm. saying that I love to live by, um, especially since COVID has come down, that persons don't know what they don't even know. Right, true. And, that is, the, and that is the case with sometimes the decision makers or the influencers who are... they don't even know that they're supposed to know it. So they won't even know. They, they might they, may, they might be innovative and say, hey, um, let's stick for the PMP. Let's just do the manifesto in a way that rotate, rotate. Mm. But nobody is there who actually knows digital funnels that could have advised to say, hey, great mm -hmm. idea, but let me show you how it is step one, step two, step, step two, three, step, step four. Three. They only have step one. And they only know that step one exists because that's what they're privy to at the front. But they're mm -hmm. not aware of the, the back end runnings that would give them that full system. Yeah, that's and that also applies. I just want to plug that that we see it live there in in election from both parties, and this also applies going into the private sector. It's mm -hmm. the same thing there. Mm -hmm. I agree. So I have a question. Do you think that the digital that we would have had such a digital push had we not been in a pandemic? Do you think that? Nope. I mean, I know nope. the pandemic obviously nope. forced a lot of. Um, <laughs> well, we know it, I, but <laughs> I, 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 I know. Thing, I know because of the pandemic, we have been, persons have been almost forced 
to use the digital space almost personally almost. well it, it listen um i must say i'm gonna stick with almost because there are people who are still fighting just all right i want and i'm going to plug a book that i love to read who moved my cheese and anybody who reads that book will realize that many of the players that are in our local market now are mm -hmm. some of the characters in that book who even when the cheese has moved moved on a timbuktu at that they're still staying in jamaica mm -hmm. saying complaining where is the cheese why the cheese moved but want to try to get the cheese back here mm -hmm. now wait till the cheese potentially come back all of these mm -hmm. things change has happened and many of them so it's not that they're not forced they're actually being forced i'm going to use the example of tax office this one passionate with me Ooh. because my driver's license. Russell, I'm open. just so happy that we can renew our driver's license online because next year my driver's license is up and I was dreading the line. God bless that you are coming in this. I, I, my renewal was in February or March, I think it was. Oh, so you and barely missed it. Therefore, the biggest innovation, <laughs> I feel like when I said this one, the biggest innovation, I hope this one goes on the internet. The biggest innovation that tax office came up with in the fall of pandemic was to put some tent outside and put that oh, in the and some chairs. And some tent oh outside. And some so, chairs. So I'm gonna show you how easy this is and how resistant these people are. And I would love for somebody to come if them even want to me what I'm saying, no, 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 come tell me, come understand. That's fine. What, yeah, we just need, what, what does we don't understand? Let, no, let me is, say, is let this me the rant part it, of the segment? Yeah. <laughs> right, no, let me say, because it's real. Why in heaven's name? Even if you never want to spend the money, even if, even if you're setting up the e-commerce outlay, take some time. Why nobody never think, all right, make we use some Google Farm. Um, make we stay, say, well, I know, let me finish. Make we first set an appointment system, just like the US Embassy does. But remember, embassy. you said some people don't know that. that they, make him finish, make him finish, I want your address. We can't even say that they don't know, because I'm using the examples that exist. So most persons are aware of how the embassies work, specifically the US Embassy, that mm -hmm. it is an appointment system. Mm -hmm. You don't go there and stand up in a line waiting to get in. Although people still do it because they're ignorant, right? right. But most persons are aware now that you get an appointment. If you're supposed to come between 11 and 12, you show up there. Mm -hmm. The tax office could have done something very similar, which of course would have prevented everybody converging upon tax office in the mornings mm -hmm. or whatever hot time because they're trying to get their things done. It would right. prevent too much persons because of course you can control how much persons in an appointment so if yeah. you have a limit to say all right you know that if there's 200 persons coming between experience and experience you're able to safely accommodate the social distancing without everybody starting to for lack of a better word bungle together right mm -hmm. these are the thoughts that i'm expecting not that you put some tent outside outside to, to, to cover us from the sun that is that is a given you should have done that as a given Mm -hmm. That True, is not innovation. And then look now, all the years them balling that them couldn't do e-commerce. And as soon as them after them sterilization and whatever, oh no driver's license can be paid online. No man. Listen, all of listen. They could have I'm, all always done it. They were just fighting out the process. And I think a lot of people don't realize that they weren't preparing for the fourth industrial revolution. And I keep I keep going back to this point because I'm like, nobody takes into consideration that. We are we are, we have been in a dig, digital age, and Jamaican with their traditionalists have just been 
fighting that out. They're just like, no, I want to stick to people coming in office and doing work. No remote work because people don't work. Or no doing this online because people won't do it. And look at us now. Indeed. I, 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 I completely agree because uh, one of the things I had the experience of is um, doing uh, business with the um, registered RGD, yeah, RGD. Mm-hmm. General Department, mm-hmm. and now you can apply for your your your. This is not an ad. I'm just gonna put this out there. <laughs> but you can you can apply for your um, renewed birth certificate. You can apply for all the different certificates online, online, and you have an option to pay online as well as choose whether or not you want it to be delivered to your office or to your mm-hmm. home. Mm-hmm. So this really this I, I mean COVID has really done a number, but there are some positives out there. There are some positives. We can definitely say, I appreciate it greatly. And Mm -hmm. it also shows that there is a world moving towards a more convenience for other people, Mm -hmm. such as my grandma who would have had to wait in the line to get a birth certificate. Mm -hmm. For the the elderly and the disabled who couldn't Mm -hmm. make such trips to all those places and waited on them. Yes, there's a concessionary line, but there are no better ways of doing business. Agreed. So I really and do up I really do applaud those businesses who have made that transition to a more digital and more convenient way of doing business. Mm-hmm. And even from just a personal standpoint, and probably probably my ego is in it as well. COVID has forced and I'm gonna say this as plainly as I can. COVID has forced people to realize that my job is actually a job. Oh, and it's actually relevant. Oh my God. I am so excited. <laughs> oh yes. I would come home and best friend, like we're, we're fine. But I remember having to cuss her up because she'd say, why are you tired? All you do is sit down on social media. And I'd be oh like, God, this is a real job. What do you mean? Right? What are my strategies for me, please? So it kind of forced the young people to actually believe in the digital space, believe in what they're doing push up push and even put more effort into what they're doing mm-hmm. i know that digital space will last forever if anything it will it will evolve but it has created more job opportunities and you know just give people a sense of relief like okay what i'm working for is actually actually a true thing i will stop getting the old a social media manager is easy like oh my god like they don't understand how much work it is to come up with content that is if I may, relevant if, and engaging. Right. <laughs> Listen. If, if, I may, if I may hear though, and this might sound like a position that you're not expecting from a creative, but there is a lot of blame. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> there is a lot of blame to be laid at the feet of our marketers and creatives yes. in perpetuating mm-hmm. the lack of understanding of the value that word is going to be very important for the rest of this conversation as I introduce it. The value of what mm-hmm. it is that we do. Mm-hmm. Too many of us, I don't even like saying us because I don't pay myself in it, but too many of us, I'm still going to put it there, mm-hmm. will have a client come to us and say, hey, I need to do the social media for my brand. And then they will tell them, that we're going bad here from the start, you know, or how much is it for you to post three times a day? Oh gosh. You, no. That's because you already you already gone 
the wrong direction right exactly. that is the wrong way to measure because mm. none of those metrics actually matter by itself right yes, exactly if you, if you can actually for the right budget create the content at that frequency and it is of quality then good but what about everything else mm -hmm. and the point mm -hmm. is too many of the, the social media persons are self-proclaimed social media right um, Agreed. Like, um professionals they mm -hmm. just Agreed. say okay well you know it is three hundred dollars for me to manage your page for a month and we'll post three times a day and that's it and then collect a bag but mm -hmm. then no real results will come there's no, no real right. growth that's true. Of course, there's definitely no paid strategy, so you not even have some ads that try um generate growth. There is no engagement strategy. There is no lead generation or generation. digital funnel, so they're not going to increase sales. It's just mm -hmm. a glorified social media page that hopefully, if you had a traditional strategy and your logo or your, your tag is on a poster, on a label, on a TV ad, then that is where you might see the numbers because, of course, if you put an ad on TVJ, it's going to get rich. And if your mm -hmm. um, tag is on TVJ and everybody's seen it, they might get curious, they might go and follow. Mm -hmm. But it's just the digital, the purely digital is lost. So there is mm -hmm. one, actually, a, a lack of value that is being given in the market. So we cannot completely blame the decision makers because, again, let me come back to what I was said earlier. They don't know what they don't even know. Mm -hmm. And if the persons who are supposed to know are not explaining to them, edifying them, then and giving value, then they will never know. And then so some of us, and this is where I'm going to say us, some of us sat there and did not challenge the status quo. I will speak some of them, not me and Kayla, <laughs> because we, if we challenge anymore, we drop down. Honestly. <laughs> wait, wait, what I mean is on a, on a public level, even us having yeah, man, this we discourse. Get you. We get you. No, we're there with it. Mm -hmm. Even us having this discourse is just happening. I've been mm -hmm. on Twitter for years, and I didn't start through fire until about two months ago. Because I realized mm. I needed to start true fire. Yeah, man, I, I've been seeing your tweets. I've just been like, ooh, yes. Because, because too long have we sat down and watched other persons. I will sit down. I've seen enough. I have friends that do some of the same things I just discussed. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And I don't sit down and say, yo, bro, what are you doing? That is not real value. Mainly because I don't want to offend. But no, I don't care about offending. No, y'all need to hear. You need to do better because when I'm mm -hmm. of the industry. Mm -hmm. And on so many levels, because now when we approach clients, and this is a problem Clarice and I have been having, is that when we approach them and we say, this is the value we will bring to your business, they go, but that price is too high. And we're like, it's not but they love, the But price. the thing is, they love, they the love it. They're like, let's go. When do we start? Send us a breakdown of the budget. Oh, that money is too much. And Can we break it down? How about if you go two post two times? And we're just like... Or they the read part. a book and they're just like, I read this the, book and this expert says I, I, it's I, I, But I, I, I see this, this page and they have 20 odd followers. Okay, but have you seen I, the engagement? Have you seen the metrics? I, I, I would like to speak on that um, affordability issue from even my personal story. I don't know if you guys saw that one when I made a thread about my failed business. Mm -hmm. And it's something I, I do empathize because undercapitalization is a real issue in Jamaica. Mm -hmm. Right. I don't believe the clients have the money. I do believe they're honest to say that they cannot afford us. Mm -hmm. And it is a problem. No, this is where I expect the government to come in and say, listen, we're going to put some things in place. Now, there's some programs, you know, and I want to shout mm -hmm. out some people like the DBJ, like the Branson Center, 
-hmm. right? The, the DBJ has their voucher program where they, once you're verified, it will allow for you to access, I think, about $200,000. And you can then go to, if you need accounting help, if you need design help, if you need website, that voucher covers that with your vendor. Now, mm -hmm. more of us need to get on that list as vendors as well. Um, yeah. I think your vendor thing has had closed off in February around that time. I missed it myself. Um, I would implore, if somebody see it, I would beg on that list because a lot of us didn't know that the vendor list existed. Existed, yeah. And they found out the, has one now too. Yes. Things mm -hmm. are, so we, need to, we, we as creators need to join these vendors lists so that the clients, get the ones that need it and cannot afford it, can benefit from the work being done by these the bodies value, that are helping right. to alleviate and help us to earn as well as help the businesses that need these things. That being said, one issue I have with the businesses is that the reason you are undercapitalized, I may attack direct to them now, the reason you people are undercapitalized, let me say it again, yes, the son. reason that you people are undercapitalized is because you have constricted yourself to the local market. Mm -hmm. Jamaica as a brand is renowned globally. Globally. Mm -hmm. If you say you make Jamaican t-shirt, people in a team but two and Germany will buy it. What? If, you exactly. sell, if you sell patty, people in Germany may not even know about patty, but if they experience it, then will buy it. Mm -hmm. If you if you make dresses, if you if you make soaps, black castor oil, I, I can't even talk about that one enough. How black castor oil, oil has been raped by persons that are not Jamaicans that are even slapping on made in Jamaica on them labels. The businesses need to, one, there's a, there's a term, I don't have the time to go into it, but I will be posting more content on my own um, profiles. I actually posted a podcast that people can access on Apple Podcasts and I think YouTube, the bootstrap founder. But what the term is, is bootstrapping. And many, many Jamaican businesses do this without knowing that they do it. The term of bootstrapping, well, but hopefully I'm saying it right now, is the idea of generating revenue with the value propositions that you can create, the products you can create, the services you can create, making sure you have enough of a profit margin out of that to reinvest in the business to grow. Everybody who in this group, that sound clear, Tony? It sounds like gibberish? Yeah, man. No. So it's, it's, it's a pretty clear, right. Andre. Cool. We just want to ensure say clear. So yeah, clear. Businesses need to understand what type of business model that they are under, how they raise capital. Now, if you mm -hmm. are making money just because you start from zero dollars and you, you can make these masks, you're bootstrapping, mm -hmm. right? Then you need to learn how to run a bootstrap business and grow, right? right? The next thing is making sure you don't just think that e-commerce is a thing where people just like to throw around because they want to take your money. Okay. The potential for it to allow you to access the global market again. You don't even have to build a website. I'm going to be honest with you, and this is me going against what I do. Set up your Amazon, set up your Etsy, set up um, Gumroad. Gumroad, Gum no, Shopify and eBay, yeah. not that eBay, but Shopify costs money. I'm talking about things that don't cost you money. Oh, free, oh, okay. Right? You have Shopkeep, you have Gumroad, you have, the list goes on. There are free options. And if you don't know, reach out to people like me who tout ourselves as e-commerce experts or as digital experts, because we potentially should know. And if you reach out to somebody and they don't know, don't take them only word for it, reach out to at least 20 people. Not one person, 20. 
um, pain two times. <laughs> right. Um, and that's it. The businesses should not just sit and complain. They should just come and be okay with telling people like us that, oh, our rates at $300 for social media cost too much. Because if you go on Fiverr, and the understanding of Fiverr is that Fiverr is supposed to be cheaper than the regular people. If you go on Fiverr, then you're realizing that people on Fiverr are quoting sometimes more than the creatives locally. That means that we're severely underpriced. I want the market to understand that. We currently severely underprice ourselves to accommodate you. You need to up your standards so you can afford we. And and some, well, yeah, and just, just a point when you were speaking a while ago. I kind of feel like us as creatives too, we need to put ourselves more out there. Because I've been in situations where we've had clients that want to outsource with international brands, but you have people here that say do it. And it. Yeah, because guess what? They understand the local market, they understand here. So why go to somebody that's international? I mean, I'm not against it if that's what they want to do, it's ultimately their decision. But I think as creatives, we need to put ourselves out there some more so that they know that we exist. It is an issue of trust and an issue of creatives not doing enough to establish credibility. There, there, there is an issue of trust and there is an issue of credibility that the creatives don't do enough to alleviate in the market. There are also, right. many, there are also many creatives in the market that are, for lack of a better word, scamming clients. So therefore, we we'll allow the clients to be hurt and when they're hurt, they get defensive. We have responsibilities. We need to look at our peers and ensure that they are not doing foolishness and not just keep leaving clients and saying, trust us. Because you can't expect when somebody gets burned five times because they pay a designer and the designer disappear. That they're not going to, that they may trust the seventh designer. I love how he said that the designer disappeared because... <laughs> I've heard so many stories of that. Yeah. And I think that's where we are now because when we reach out to people, what we have to be doing, and it's a matter of getting ourselves out there and letting them understand the value, we will say to them, okay, here's the thing. We personally don't like to work without contracts. So we say, all right, fine. We will give you a contract for three months and we are willing to discount the cost a little bit so that you can understand the value the that we provide to you. And when we say discount, we're not talking about any, oh, we're going to cut it down from $700 to $500. No, it's a, it's it's a, a small discount that will say, all right, fine. We can make up for this short cost during, during the three months. But with the understanding that if you are satisfied and when we give you our monthly report and, and all of show that, you the value. you are willing to say, all right, we are willing to pay your price. And that's what we have to be doing because, as you say, so many people have burned so clients and they're just like, we are very cautious about working with somebody right now. Or they'll say that they paid X amount and there was no metrics, there was no anything. And it goes back to the self proclaimed and for me i can't understand why there's so many self-proclaimed social media low, management be, no because there's a low barrier to entry that is why we know as the professionals we need no, to create the barrier we do i agree that we need to create the barrier but the self-proclaimed to me is fine if you at least do the research and, and stuff and yeah and there's so many there's so many free courses no. like google and, 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 andre has his hand up right <laughs> well what we have his hand up what I, what I mean by creating a barrier to entry, I, I want to ensure that person understands. 
I don't mean that I want to keep people out. What I mean is, I want to ensure that you have had to climb up some sort of ladder, and then when you have achieved this height, mm -hmm. now you can come on the playing field. Right, that right. is the issue. It is too easy for somebody to get up, make an Instagram page, um, design it up a little bit, or probably don't even design it at all, and then just mm -hmm. go to people and say, hey, I do social media marketing, and I can exactly. make a three posts a day. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And then we have so many people that say, you know, but I have a, I have a niece that she's on Instagram and she know, knows how to She know, it. yeah. She, she came and She has X amount of followers. She can do it. And they don't so, understand. So, so, so Andre's point, I, I think it's really important for, as, as um, Therese said, it's important to not just say that, but do the research. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, think when everything I do, I'm like, textbook textbook the other day andre recommended a textbook in the group and i was like where do i find this let me read recommend it because i'm <laughs> uh what was the book was it again it was, was it blue was it blue ocean strategy no it was jab Gary jab, right, jab, jab right yeah yeah and i was just like grappling with this because one of the things i said to myself coming into this group is that these persons are amazing. I mean, we have various brand managers, strategists, graphics, and I'm just here just reaping and learning and here for it all because I am one person. I never refer to myself as an expert. And I'm an exp I, I don't because at the end of the day, there's, I feel like when you use the term expert, you limit yourself to not wanting to grow and accept corrections and changes. Because right now, if I'm doing anything and I feel concerned or I'm not sure about it, the first thing I do is, what types of books are out there about this? How can I do this? And I call up on various, like I would DM an Andre and say, Andre, what do you think about this? Or I'll call Trish and be like, Trish, I have this idea. What do you think about it? And she'd be like, Giovanni, don't do it. And, and the thing is, there. Mm -hmm. and. That's one thing I love about the Ministry of Marketing is that we're not just there putting out information. We're there we where we can access the information mm -hmm. and we're going for each other. We're, we're feeding off each I other's energy. And we're just there for not just us, but other creatives who want, who has questions. Mm -hmm. um, I can safely say that I've always looked up to Joel Namdarkam for his personal brand. I'm always researching what he's doing because I've always been a follower of his true. content and what he's preaching and the things about being managing your own personal brand. Brand. Mm -hmm. So and it comes it always comes back to brand and how you market it and how mm -hmm. you create legitimacy out of this brand. Who can testify to the work that you have done and all of that. Because at the end of the day, PR is good because we're talking about how you get to communicate with your clients and your customers and your stakeholders, not just mm -hmm. those people you serve, but those people are at interest in your business, but mm -hmm. managing your brand generally and how people treat your brand. Because I believe I saw a video the other day on LinkedIn by um, Terry Curl Reed, and she went on a rant, which was a very good rant it's about how creatives, mm -hmm. a very good rant about how we have creatives are not, we are having persons to undermine the work that we do by mm -hmm. saying hey since this is digital can i get it for free and the belief that social media is cheap 
And it's, it's, no, if you want the same amount of quality that you would get from a traditional media, you have to put the funds in. Right. So don't sit there and just, yeah, there's, it's good when you get organic feedback and engagement, but you have to do the work if you want to reap the profit. Right. So it, it, it really is something. And just, there are so many career, there are so many sites that have been doing the Google Garage, um mm-hmm. so many different websites and the thing with these websites is they're I, not oh, just giving I, I want you the information. I, I want to train something right there, Giovanni. Anybody who is anybody who is a creative and you're not watching the future, I'm gonna rate it. Chris Doe, God is oh. a designer. You need to yes, be following sir. that man and his platform because yes. from Agreed. a global perspective, he's ensuring that anybody who is a creative is equipped mm-hmm. with the business side of things. Yes. Making sure you know how to price, making sure you know how to explain value, making mm-hmm. sure the list goes on. So yeah, and he's giving tips and tricks on his free. Instagram often. And this is free. Mm-hmm. Free on YouTube. And, and this is my th- thing. There are so many experts. Um, I've been following Oliver, who's been such a great influence in this business. And he created this... Um, um this the twitter mass request yes oh. and going it, it means i can't even mean you get that from right he i've been following and this this is my thing there's so many experts out there and they're putting their knowledge out there on these platforms go get them i'm a avid follow-up everyone marketing everything pr everything designing because at the end of the day when a, when a client comes to me and asks me a question i should be able to answer and if i don't know i'm not going to pretend i know i'm going to research and say hey yeah so tell you what, research I is a fundamental research. thing for us here mm-hmm. and another like, thing to add to that though um we should also learn to share and delegate because yes. maybe yeah. it is that you researching on it, you don't have the time to get mm-hmm. the absorption on it. But maybe Jamani can call me. So Jamani don't have to sit on research digital marketing and know I do it. So he can call mm-hmm. me and I help him get the bag and I just collect a little piece for the work too. Yeah. But right. I help right. him get the bag, that's all. But I'm still helping him. He get the bag, the bag right. Mm-hmm. And th- that's right? why we're like, where even we are together because we have our own little mini marketing agency. I, as she said, I mostly do traditional and she does digital. So we share it. And we have members of our team who are graphic artists or who have certain levels of expertise in different areas. So nobody knows everything. Come on. Networking is key. And And I I want to show an example that has been unrolling right in front of all of us, even during this COVID thing of what great collaboration can bring and the result. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, aside from not just, ministry, just, not just, not just we, of but that <laughs> if, if you've been looking at that little camp that Protege and um, yes. Habibi and, and mm. Yannick, and the therapist, Yannick. Had, mm-hmm. right? There's a lot of names that come together, and these guys, and, and, and I must credit because I know where it comes from. I'm not saying that nobody's contributed, but I know where it comes from, which mm-hmm. is Habibi, Field Marshal Habibi. The man is a genius when it comes to yes. that collaboration idea. And they need to give him some credit because... And others need to follow suit. Stop trying to do mm. everything yourself. Sometimes yeah. you can be a producer and you don't have to be the person doing the graphic, doing the social media. Find yeah. a way to share it. Get your client to buy in. 
on the idea of this collaboration and mm -hmm. everybody can be happy and the client can get the results. Right. It, 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 it is such a strong thing because I remember when I, I was trying to get this company to um, employ me as one of their social media um, strategies and they, they had some concerns about some things and I'm like, hey, I have this I, I know this person who's an expert in this and I have an expert photographer that's on wood that can do the, the photos mm. for your products. And there were some, but the thing was, people don't like to pay. Right. Oh, yes. So they want people you to want to, they want you to do everything for the one mm -hmm. price. Mm -hmm. Photographer, web developer, social media manager, one thing. I don't want to come off as a brazen here. But I didn't want to talk about these people anymore. You know what? I'm going to have one sentence. I would just need to move on from these people who don't like pay. No. No. Terry Carell also said that thing. Just, no. just say thank you for it. You know, you, know, it's a beautiful, you, you ever tell somebody no and it feels so good? It feels nice. Yeah. No. 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 I'm sorry, no. no. <laughs> you know, as you said, like I remember I was telling Teresa about a story. Some, somebody approached me on LinkedIn because he posted a job and we were having a discussion and I was saying, you know, tell me about the job. What does it entail? Please note, the job was social media manager. Now, people in our profession know that that is a very, um, the, the job responsibilities are very obvious when it comes to something like that. You know, once you know what the brand is about, what their objectives are, you know what their social media presence needs to be and how you need to manage that strategy. So I said, okay, fine, social media manager, you know, um, when could we talk, could we have a discussion about your objectives, etc. And the he was guiding the conversation. So, you know, I'm following the where he's guiding the conversation. And he starts to mention that the payment will be in U.S. So I said, okay, fine, no problem. That's good. Do you, ha do you have any idea of how much the payment will be? Because we're having a discussion about the job posting. And he got so offended that I would ever dare to ask him, what the payment How for the job you? would be. How dare Red I? Red. And yet her Red. core and values were My so wrong for his company yes. and he wants nothing to do with me. And I was just like, um, okay, fine. I feel like we cut off on the wrong foot, but you are correct. You are guiding the conversation. So I was following, but you are correct. I don't think we are fit to work with each other. Have a great day. And the man unfollowed and blocked me same time. And I was just like, what is wrong with these people? They don't like fighting with their money? Or why why can't we have conversations, open conversations about money? Listen, I, I had an experience with a client about three weeks ago. Called me and state that oh I want to work. Let me try to remember properly. He's starting mm -hmm. a business. He's telling me after that that he has capital. And I got from sources that yeah, man, I'm having money, right? So cool. Mm -hmm. I told him that I need to do a discovery conversation. I don't just get up and give you prices. That don't make sense. Right. First yeah. and foremost, I cannot price if I don't know what you need. Exactly. So I told him I need to do a discovery session. And he's like, why? I said, because I need to talk about things. All right, fine. On the discovery, I'm asking him a question. And I think I asked him one question, which is, do you have an idea of what your value proposition is? Or do you have a unique, even better, unique points. value proposition or a selling point? Man is like, no, I don't, I don't need that. I just go make my business. So, you sound like, this is where I'm just segueing, you know. You sound like a traditional marketer. You say, me? Me? Of all the people? Me? The traditional marketer? But we say, all right, cool. We're not, we're not letting ego come into our discovery session. So I said, okay, um, explain what you mean. 
and he said, well, you know, you um, intelligent types, because I don't know, he's a, I don't want to speak of who the person is, but he's certainly not uneducated. But I guess okay. maybe he's saying that I'm acting like an academic. And he was saying that we lack the creativity and we lack the grit to go down. And I let him say everything. And I said, okay, well, thank you for saying all that. But still, I still need to hear an answer to my question. Well, if I have to answer that question, then we cannot work. And I said, well, truthfully, if I, cannot get a, if I cannot get an answer to that question, I can't give you a solution. So you're correct. Right. No. But I mean, that is important information joke, that you would have needed. The big joke with him now is that since I decided to revamp and fire all of my clients last week, he's been one of the persons that keep calling my phone. And every time I answer, I tell him that I'm going through this. And he's like, boy, you know, I really need your help to come in and start. And, you know, mm -hmm. I really want your value because I called around and I asked and I got... And I was like, but... You, you need to, to give me what I need to be successful in marketing your... I, I, I don't even know what to say because it is partly our problem as, our problem as marketers. We have allowed clients to have certain expectations and beliefs about what it is that we do. But it's also something that we put a blame that I put at their feet because in a lot of cases they're not willing to um, take a, not even take a chance, but they're not willing to consider our opinion as experts in the field. Right. They they come I, and they say, "I want this," and when you say, no, "I think that this," and you say, "No," but um, based on your 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 product or your brand or whatever it is. This is the direction you think I think you should go. But my friend owned a similar company or owned and, he does, and this. he does this. Or I know this person that can do this for me at this cost. So why are you charging this? It's an interesting point you just made where mm. sometimes persons like to see that other persons are doing X and they have some success. And they don't realize that. We have a saying in Jamaica. I don't remember how it go, but it basically means that just because that person does something don't mean it will work for you. Mm -hmm. So if they're doing dog, something now, wrong, is it push and dog now the same? Now the same look or something like that. Yeah. Or something waffle goose, not a gander no, or something like that. No, in, in the okay, twenty-two laws of branding, there is a law about branding which we tend to see even happen in Jamaica a lot, where persons mm -hmm. would be like, okay, let's say my brand is yeah, I'm gonna call up one of them right now too, tropical battery, right? Mm -hmm. But then we see tropical. We're calling names. Depend coolant, so tropical battery coolant, tropical battery oil. Tropical battery, this and that. And I said to myself, so you tell me some genius could sit down and say, hey, let us take off the battery. Just be tropical. tropical. Just be tropical. So now your brand is tropical. Now, I understand it, you know, sometimes you have brand material, it costs money to change out everything, sign right. it, create it, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But the benefits of it sometimes, I don't think are considered. So look at Dunkin' Donuts internationally. Dunkin' Donuts is now Dunkin'. Because mm -hmm. they realize that their donuts are not their core proposition, what people appreciate them for, but people appreciate that Dunkin' is mm -hmm. a go-to for food overall. Mm -hmm. They're many. Overall, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, is there this issue where persons would want to get up and call them them shoes, them, a girl of a shoes line, and she call herself Sasha's sandals, but then she get up and she starts selling earrings. Like your brand, maybe you just need to call it Sasha's. Sasha's. <laughs> No, no. In the book, mm -hmm. it made sure to point out that there are major companies that do this type of thing. And mm -hmm. we believe that they're doing well, but we don't realize that maybe there is something different. Let us use uh, General, Ele General Electronics. Mm -hmm. them, them, them logo up on everything from fridge to stove to 
all sorts of different things. And first you get up and say, oh, but GE makes a bag of things. And you're saying, hey, GE makes a lot of money. Nobody's denying that GE don't make more, more, a lot of money. But what if they could have made more money? Mm-hmm. That's the question. Mm-hmm. Do you just want to settle for making $50 million when you could have potentially made $150 million? Right. And that is the question. Just, just, to, just to add to Andre's point about branding is very important because you limit yourself when you do particular types of branding, such as Sasha Sandals. If I came across the name Sasha Sandals, I'm just going to assume that you just sell sandals. That she sells sandals and you don't yeah, wear sandals. And so you don't wear sandals. And then, but I won't know until I do an investigation that, hey, Sasha makes earrings and she has purses. I need to talk about the job when you finish. And then whatever she's I, doing she just, will have to be tra- captivating enough for you to even want to do that investigation to find out yeah. that you sell earrings. Let, let me explain why that happens from client perspective. Again, is trying to do too much with too little. So before them even think about them logo, before them even think about them social media, they're saying, how can I name my company that makes somebody know that I sell this? Mm-hmm. So they're giving too much responsibility to their mm-hmm. brand or their, to their name. It's the mm-hmm. same thing. Sometimes I have some well, the, the poor, the poor persons. They come to me and ask me for a logo. And it's like, it's a flyer they want. They want yeah. a logo to show where they are. Yeah. It must, mm-hmm. it must say where they are. It must show what them sell. It, 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 have you ever seen those? All in one go? Uh, you've never experienced that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me show you. You've never got those business cards mm-hmm. that have every single solitary product for the people sell on it? Yeah. And every service. Mm-hmm. Every service. Everything. Mm-hmm. And, and they're like, they're trying to, because they're trying to. And every, if they have 10 ma- number, the 10 number, I forgot on it. Mm-hmm. Because they're trying to maximize on the spend of the business cards mm-hmm. because to them they're not going to spend this money unless everything can go out but they don't realize mm-hmm. that it can potentially be damaging limiting yeah because when when somebody else that considers this again and, and we're going to this deep paradox of choice whoever listening google that they don't consider that when sometimes persons get presented with too much information they cannot make a decision they get mm-hmm. overloaded and therefore they don't mm-hmm. decide therefore you get eliminated from the decision process yeah. but when but when somebody else comes and they just present one thing and they present few contact points and expecting that, okay, when you go to these contact points, you can find out more and set up what we call a funnel and not funnel, try to give yeah. everything mm-hmm. from the, the start. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're saying it? Yeah, the journey. But I mean, okay, so like, let's honestly... I'm really tired of talking about clients that, <laughs> like, sometimes it's, you don't know if it's that they don't know what they want or they don't, I don't know, but let's not talk about those clients anymore. Because we just know it's going to get better. We're <laughs> <laughs> positive about it. Honestly, <laughs> I, am, I am happy that we had this discussion or this rant yeah. as well because mm-hmm. there needs to be this content out there, especially in the vernacular that we're speaking, when mm. we can speak as a Caribbean person. They need to hear yes. it from us. And, and, I, and I love that we spoke on behalf of the clients and on behalf of the marketers. So everybody was held accountable. <laughs> yeah, so when this post, I don't want nobody target just one side because we call out everybody. everybody. Well, Andre I specifically, mean... call out no. <laughs> but I, I, I can everybody. see that I mean, listen, when we started this podcast, this as a podcast and we call it the Creative Rant, one of our worries was that when 
when we start our own agency, clients may say, are those people that rant about us all the time? I mean, yeah, not hire us. But then we're thinking, you know what? These are things that have to be said. And if it is that you are so hurt by what we're saying, it just means that you need to change the way you do business. Because you, no. And you there are other creatives that feel this way and are not brave enough to even mm-hmm. speak about it so they're there. And to be okay. Kayla's not telling it a hundred percent. We started we started the creative run because Kayla and I became very close friends because we worked somewhere specifically. Mm-hmm. It was the worst time of our lives oh and we felt God. like we had no space to speak about the problems that we were having as creatives. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of felt like when we spoke to other creatives about it, they felt the exact same. But nobody was saying it. But nobody wanted to say it. So we're just like, no man. Clients are going to continue being like this or employees are going to continue being like this because they don't understand. So let's create a platform where we can amicably speak about it and explain to them how we feel without being too... Specific. Yeah, without being too specific. So that's the truth of the creative rant. Guys reached out and Joel told me about this interview. I was like super excited. I did the research. I listened to a couple of your episodes, I must say. Oh, like, what did you I, think? I love... I love the platform. I love your backstories and everything that was there. So it, it really is an avenue for creatives to get their voice out there and actually hear from other creatives what are some of the issues that they have and know that they're not alone in this business. Mm-hmm. So it really is something. So I really do commend you guys for it and I really do love it. Once again, big up Joel Namdarkham, Minister of <laughs> Minister of the Ministry of Marketing JA, located on our different social media platforms, which is at M O Marketing JA on Twitter and Instagram. That was an ad plug. Big up the Ministry of marketing on a whole we thank you and andre so much for coming out yes honestly thank this you was a conversation us. that we really needed to have and we, we love having conversations like this like for me mm-hmm. it's eye-opening like i know i have a few books to read now and i'm looking forward to those links honestly <laughs> andre but, always does that to us he's just there apparently he's a plug like, right yeah he's a plug so no we're just and i i mean yeah oh, 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 yeah so oh, oh. just you know if you need us to send the resumes, I mean, I mean, look out for the recruitment ad. Yeah, I love that. I really want to once again big up the the team, um, from uh, Candice to to Melissa K to uh, Alando to Shane. So thank you so much for joining thank you us. For, uh, thank you. Thank you for ranting with us. I mean. <laughs> Um so thank you on behalf of myself, Andre, and the rest of the market the Ministry of Marketing team. So I look forward to seeing this episode and listening to more of your podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> so guys, excellent what a chat. Excellent honestly. Oh Andre, first of all, is a plug because now I have about three books I need to read. But honestly, guys, I'm just letting you know that we are still waiting on our invitation to Ministry of Marketing JA. And if we don't get it, we'll fight. You see? I've never fought before. I look aggressive because <laughs> I'm here. Anyways, guys, it was, a really, was it was a really good chat. I hope everybody enjoyed it, even if you weren't a creative. 
I hope you, you could take something from it. If you're the client, I hope you took something from it. If you were a marketer, I hope you took something from it as well because we're drought, everybody. Everybody get drought. Once again, Minister of Marketing, J.A., thank you guys you so have much. done amazingly. Thank you so much for Congrats coming on, on to the podcast. Congrats on the success that you guys are having and will have in the future. Honestly, because can you imagine a group of young Jamaican marketers? The, the possibilities are endless. Mm -hmm. Like, I am so excited for what that has to offer. No joke. But, guys, until next time, remember... You guys will really like the next one, too. And no one after that. And no one after that. We're so excited. And no one after that. And after that. And after that. Alright, guys. See Until you next time. Peace.